Happy World Thinking Day! It is officially World Thinking Day. And how cool to have a podcast episode that comes out on the actual World Thinking Day. I have kind of defined World Thinking Day on this podcast in the past, but we haven't necessarily actually talked through like the history and the story of World Thinking Day. Um, I do have some other episodes about World Thinking Day in the past, so I'm going to link to those in the show notes if you want to have more World Thinking Day themed content. But let's go ahead and dive in a little bit to the history of World Thinking Day. Now, some of this requires dialing back into just the creation of the global movement of Boy Scouting and Girl Scouting slash guiding. But in 1909, a group of girls who were at a Boy Scout rally decided that they wanted their own program, and so they began calling themselves Girl Scouts. In 1910, Lord Robert Baden-Powell, who is the founder of Boy Scouts, helped create Girl Guides, which was at the time under the leadership of his sister, Agnes Baden-Powell. In 1912, Juliet Gordon-Lowe started Girl Scouts in the United States after meeting with Robert Baden-Powell. She wanted to start something for girls that emphasized inclusiveness, the outdoors, self-reliance, and service. In 1920, Girl Guides and Girl Scouts came together to host the First World Conference. This was a great platform for meeting others in the movement and an opportunity to exchange ideas internationally. And in 1926, World Thinking Day was launched at the Fourth International Conference. Girl Guide and Girl Scout delegates from all over the world met in the USA for the Fourth World Conference. And among other decisions and business, they agreed that there should be a special annual day when Girl Guides and Girl Scouts all over the globe think of each other and express their thanks and appreciation for our international movement. And this was to be called Thinking Day. Just thinking day. No world. Just thinking day. (laughs) The delegates chose um, February 22nd as the date for thinking day because that was the birthday of both Lord Baden-Powell, the founder of the Boy Scout movement, and his wife, who was the world chief guide at the time. Two years later, in 1928, WAGS was officially formed. And if you don't know, we've talked about this before, but if you don't know, WAGS is the abbreviation for the World Association of Girl Guides and Girl Scouts. And so that association, that kind of sort of formal organizational structure with a bunch of member organizations of different countries was officially formed at the fifth international conference in 1928 in Hungary. And it's at that conference that the international conference actually started being called the World Conference. So I've sort of referred to it as both so far in this little story. But the World Conference and the International Conference are the same thing, interchangeable. It's when member organizations of WAGs come together to talk about the Girl Guiding and Girl Scouting movement. 
And at the World Conference in 1928, when they officially formed WAGS and became an official association, um, there were 26 founding members, which included, I mean, 26 countries, but I'll go ahead and name them because I think it's kind of interesting. Australia, Belgium, Canada, Czechoslovakia, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Hungary, Iceland, India, Japan, Latvia, Liberia, Lithuania, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Poland, South Africa, Sweden, Switzerland, UK and Northern Ireland, USA, and Yugoslavia. Like such an interesting collection of countries. Just really, really surreal and phenomenal. Then in 1932, the Seventh World Conference, and uh, at that conference, a Belgian delegate pointed out that a birthday usually involves gifts. So since WAGS chose Thinking Day to be on the birthday of Lord Baden-Powell and all of Baden-Powell, since there's an underlying birthday theme there... (laughs) A Belgian delegate came up with the idea that girls could show their appreciation on Thinking Day by offering gifts to our international movement, by either fundraising for the international movement, or by making a donation. So that's where this, and I don't know if you know that this is a thing, but that's where this tradition really started of involving donations and kind of the soliciting of large donations for the international Girl Scouting and Girl Guiding movement around Thinking Day, which we now call World Thinking Day. So that was in 1932 that that started. And that was the same year that Olive Baden-Powell wrote to Girl Scouts and Girl Guides all around the world, asking them to each donate a penny to support the global movement around the world. And this tradition continues on today. This idea of donating more or less change. And so there's kind of this international tradition that you may or may not see at your local Girl Scout councils around World Thinking Day or even year round with this idea of donating change because there's this kind of huge impact of if every single member donated a penny, how much money they could actually make. And there's an underlying theme here that relates to the take action portion that you see in the badge work when it comes to both the thinking day um, requirements as well as the global action requirements. And I've shared on here before that global action is not technically linked to thinking day. They're actually two totally separate things. The reason why we kind of generally associate them together is because they're both worldwide WAGS movements, like WAGS member organizations can all work toward those two same themes for World Thinking Day and for global action every single year. But um, the WAGS requirements and the GSUSA requirements are different. The badges are different. GSUSA has their own badges. There are also badges um, from the WAGS level, I guess you could say. But Girl Scouts has developed their own badges every single year for Global Action and World Thinking Day. 
because then they can be more closely aligned to the structure of Girl Scouting in the USA. Regardless, they're both structured around this idea that if every single member in Girl Scouting and guiding around the world was focused on the same issue at the same time or in the same year, then a dramatic change would occur around the whole world because of all this little incremental change happening from each individual member. Does that make sense? So there's a link between donating your change, which may not seem like much, right? Like if you donated a penny or if you donated 50 cents or 75 cents or something like that, then it wouldn't seem like that could possibly help fund the international movement of girl guiding and girl scouting. But if every single member donated a penny or 50 cents or 75 cents or whatever change they have, then together we could definitely fund it. So anyway, One more kind of history point. It was in 1999 at the 30th World Conference in Dublin that delegates from member countries all around the world decided to change the name from Just Thinking Day to Add World to World Thinking Day to better emphasize the international aspect of the day. So flashing back forward to back forward. That's nice. Nice English, Sarah. Flashing forward to World Thinking Day today, I was already talking about the badge program. So there are two different badge programs. There's the badge program for World Thinking Day from GSUSA, and there's also the WAGS toolkit. So every year, both WAGS and Girl Scouts of the USA develop their own World Thinking Day badge around the same theme. And so they're different badges and they have different steps. So you can definitely do both programs. The WAGS program is the kind of, I guess you could think of it as like the umbrella. So WAGS determines the theme and determines the structure of their, of what their badges are going to look like. And then GSUSA adapts the Girl Scouts badge (laughs) loosely based on the WAGS badge. Does this make sense? So World Thinking Day every year is based around a United Nations Sustainable Development Goal. Um, And the Sustainable Development Goals are also known as SDGs, (laughs) Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs. And these are essentially goals that were set by world leaders like not in Girl Scouting necessarily, but like the United Nations, the world's governance and diplomacy and they have set goals that nations are working towards to promote a better and sustainable future for all. And so WAGS every year focuses on an SDG. So one of the United Nations goals, one of their initiatives, WAGS selects one and then adapts um, programming around that SDG. And in addition to that, WAGS also takes girl input 
from, you know, girl members and young women from all around the world to decide which SDGs the girls think are the most important. So I can't exactly remember, but I think there's like 16 SDGs um, from the United Nations. Girls can kind of help decide what they're most concerned about and what they most want to what they most want to change about their own world. And this kind of era right now in 2022, the girls have declared that the environment is the number one issue that they are concerned about. And so for the next three years, the WAGS World Thinking Day badge is going to be around something to do with the environment. So we already have the next three themes, the 2022, the 2023, and the 2024. This year's is Our World, Our Equal Future, and it's the environment and gender equality. So how the environment impacts gender equality or how gender equality impacts the environment, probably both. Environmental issues have a greater impact on girls and women. Um, so that's the theme for 2022. 2023's theme is going to be our world, our thriving future. And that is the environment and global poverty. And then in 2024, we're talking about our world, our peaceful future. And that is the environment, peace and security. So the badge activity packet that they develop is completed and implemented by girl members literally all over the world in member countries all across the the earth. This year in 2022, girls and young women can take five steps to earn the WAGS badge for Our World, Our Equal Future, the Environment, and Gender Equality. And the resource pack available through WAGS offers, just like we're used to, multiple suggested activities that can be done to fulfill each of the five steps. The first step involves girls creating a safe space to earn the badge. And so that step is really going to include constructing group norms so that all girls can participate fully in the discussions and activities. The second step is to identify a change maker and to be inspired by their actions. And in this way, girls are able to learn about real life girls and women all over the world who are working toward making the world a better place. Third, girls choose from a menu of activities to explore the environment and its intersection with gender equality. And the last two steps include things like composing a letter to the world, informing the world and raising awareness about the issue and girls' thoughts and sharing that and spreading and raising awareness. The WAGS activity packet is super thorough. It offers alternate suggestions and adaptations for all types of girls, younger and older, with all kinds of different resources. And it's really It's really excellent at allowing the girls to think both locally as well as on a global scale. Now, don't forget, if you do decide you want to earn this badge, the WAGS badge, then you can visit the WAGS online store and purchase a badge from overseas and they will ship it to you internationally. 
Okay, so that's the WAGS badge. Now, in addition, GSUSA, as a member organization of WAGS, also acknowledges and celebrates World Thinking Day, and they design their own annual program around the same theme. So, again, the the theme for both badges is Our World, Our Equal Future, the Environment, and Gender Equality. And... What's different is that GSUSA creates their own badge requirements. So they do two different booklets. They do um, like a younger version, which is DBJ, Daisy Brownie Jr. And then they do an older girl version, which is CSA or Cadet Senior Ambassador. And the reality is if you have a multi-level troop, like you can kind of mix and match from both of these badge um, booklets. It really doesn't matter. Or if you have girls right on the cusp, or if you just like the activities better in one over the other, or your girls do, it doesn't, I mean, it's just a suggestion because obviously the expectation is that with progression, as girls get older, they could be able to dig into these themes and concepts at a deeper and more passionate level and the younger girls are probably going to be learning the basics and exploring the basics of the topics most of the time. Um, So the five steps in the badge program for GSUSA, no matter the age level, are number one, explore World Thinking Day. So like understand what World Thinking Day is, what's the point? Number two, find out how girls and women are affected by climate change. Number three, explore climate change issues and solutions for girls and women. Number four, investigate why trees need protection. And number five, commit to a better future with the Girl Scout tree promise. So a lot of stuff around trees here in the GSUSA booklets. So if you are going to complete and you don't have to you don't have to earn any badge, by the way, you guys No badges are required. You don't have to earn a single badge with your troop um, in order to be doing Girl Scouts. But (laughs) That also means that every single badge is optional. So you could choose to do some and not others. You do not have to do the World Thinking Day badge. And if you do choose to do a World Thinking Day badge, you can do either or both of these badges. But if you choose to do the GSUSA badge, there is also a cadet badge called Trees that might be incorporated well if you're doing work around trees anyway. You might be able to expand on what girls are learning about trees and how they're exploring trees as a part of the World Thinking Day badge. And you may be able, if you have cadets, to go on and do um, the trees badge as well. Um, These badges are official. So just a quick note is that the badge, either of these badges can be worn on the front of the vest or sash or daisy tunic. Um, And your local council or the girlscoutshop.com website I don't know why I hesitated on that because it's girlscouts.org, but girlscoutshop.com because it's a commercial site because it's selling stuff, whatever. Anyways, um, it's your council shop or the GSUSA store website that sells the GSUSA badge. You cannot get the WAGS badge from GSUSA. You have to get that from WAGS and you cannot get the GSUSA badge from WAGS. You have to get that from girlscoutshop.com. But either one is official or both are official so they can be worn on the front of girls uniforms or yours because adults have uniforms now 
Okay, last thing, um, and then we're going to call it good on this World Thinking Day episode. So the last thing I want to touch on is the World Fair style event to recognize World Thinking Day. And the main reason why I want to touch on this, I've done a whole episode about the World Fair events, and I'm going to link to that in the show notes. But I want to touch on it because a lot of people, especially if you're newer to Girl Scouts, you might think of World Thinking Day and you only think about the World Fair style event. Like that's what World Thinking Day means to you. And that's the only thing World Thinking Day means to you. And so one, I hope that this episode serves the purpose of clearing up that (laughs) that's actually not the premise of World Thinking Day, like literally at all. Um, And uh, even if it has become a tradition that you are very fond of or that you're area is very fond of. Um, It's only one part of World Thinking Day that there's a lot more to it. Let's dig into what it is. (laughs) The World Fair style event is in the spirit of Thinking Day Uh, and its roots as far as um, the original purpose as I shared in the history of Thinking Day was for girl members to give thanks and appreciate the different member organizations of WAGs. And so a lot of councils and service units started putting on these events and have for decades where different troops usually take different countries and they represent those countries at like a booth and um, then other troops can just be attending the event and they walk around from booth to booth to learn about the different countries. Again, I've really dug into this in the past, but one of the reasons why you may or may not know about this event is because a few years back there was a huge push from national not to do these events. And there were some people who felt very passionately um, that this was a shame or that this was disappointing or that this was unfair or that they didn't understand why these events were being canceled because it had been such a long-standing tradition. And a lot of people who are volunteers today Um, or staff members today, but were involved in Girl Scouts when they were girls um, for generations, many generations. They've participated in these World Fair style Thinking Day events. Um, Thinking Day was definitely a thing when I was a kid where they had those World Fair style events. And I know um, that it's older than I am. So lots of generations may remember attending these as a girl. And so having that tradition taken away has led to a lot of sensitivity and um, and people have a lot of affection and love for the World Fair style events. So some places still do them because it's a long-standing tradition and some places no longer do them. And neither one is wrong. You can, either way is fine. Um, but if you do still have a World Fair style event, then I would just challenge you about um, doing it in the best possible way that is true to the theme of World Thinking Day. And so there's kind of a couple of pieces here. 
One is to think about girl scouting or girl guiding in that country as opposed to only learning about the country at a very surface level. Um, Because part of the original point of World Thinking Day, when it was just Thinking Day, when it first came to be, was to recognize being part of the global sisterhood. So specifically looking at the Girl Scouting or Girl Guiding experience, but also even bigger, the girl experience in general, a woman's experience in general, in the country that you choose to have your booth around or that gets assigned to you. The second thing is I would personally recommend trying to make connections back to the theme. So if we're talking about the environment and we're talking about climate change, um, then think about the theme as it relates to that country. The third piece of this that I want to touch on, which again, I did a whole episode about this, is cultural appropriation. So culture is not a costume. And so having girls dress up in costume to emulate a culture that they are not a part of and um, dressing up in the form of it's a costume rather than seeking to learn about the experience of people, the lived experience of people both past and present within those cultures, that would be the difference. And it's kind of the same with like just learning about other countries in general. We want to steer clear from like sort of surface level with this accent or they look one specific way or they wear a specific outfit because the reality is that in every single corner of the world, people eat all kinds of food. They listen to all kinds of music. They play all kinds of games. They dress in all different styles of clothing. And um, the things that are specific to culture or to um, economics or to natural resources or trends and what's you know, hot or popular at any given point, either today or at some point in history. Learning about it with a cultural respect and appreciation and curiosity rather than coming at it from like a costume or I don't know. Anyway, I've done a whole episode about this. So I'm not going to like spend a lot more time on this, but just, you know, some basic tips. Learn about Girl Scouting and Girl Guiding and the girl experience in general in that country. Be respectful. Include the voices of the people that you're sharing about. Invite girls or women from that nation or that culture to participate, teach, and share. And especially in the world of Zoom and Microsoft Teams, it is easier than ever to safely meet people from all over the world. And you have heard me interviewing women in other countries all around the world these past few weeks. So it definitely is possible um, to meet people and to talk to them about Girl Scouting or Girl Guiding in their part of the world and in general the girl or woman experience in their part of the world. Avoid having your girls wear any cultural garments if they're not part of the culture. Stay away from food that you're assuming is to be from other cultures and just don't promote stereotypes. 
If you want a whole episode on this, I'm linking it in the show notes because we covered this in depth a while back. Um, I'm also going to post some resources for the WAGS World Thinking Day 2022 activity pack and the Girl Scouts 2022 World Thinking Day badge booklets. So both of those are going to, or well, all of that is going to be in the show notes. And um, special shout out to Jamil for doing a lot of the legwork for the research on the history of World Thinking Day for today's episode. I appreciate you so much. Last announcement is that if you haven't heard or seen on social media, the February Troop Leader Tee for the limited edition t-shirts, limited edition t-shirts, is a World Thinking Day themed shirt. It is navy blue because that is... um, the official like volunteer color in the United States for um, like our tops for our uniform. Um, And blue is a WAGS color as well. And it says our world, our equal future. So we're leaning into the WAGS theme. But um, yeah, if you want to see pictures, you can definitely check it out in the Facebook group or just head straight to the website, troopleadertees.com. I am getting very low on those sizes because remember, this is a very limited edition tea each month that I'm only going to have available while supplies last, but it is very size inclusive. So I have extra small all the way up to 4X. I also do still have a select handful of the January tea, which says best cookie season ever. I realize a lot of you are not having your best cookie season ever. Um... But, you know, it'll be good next year, too. (laughs) And uh, if you haven't started cookies yet, that one is perfect for you as well. And I have not announced the March shirt yet. I like for it to be a little bit of a surprise. But if you want to guarantee that you get the monthly t-shirt in your size, the best thing to do is subscribe. Plus, it costs you less that way. So become a subscribing member. Join us now. Um, You can go ahead and get subscribed. And I'm going to send you um, either the February tee, if I have it still in your size, or I'm going to send you the either January tee or a surprise tea to get you going. And then starting in March, you'll get every month's monthly tea until you unsubscribe. So they're soft, they are unisex, but they fit really well. I really love them. Like I said, size inclusive. Um, They are troop leader experience inspired. That's what I've been saying. They're inspired by the troop leader experience. But of course, at this point in time, we are not an officially licensed brand. I really hope one day we will be officially licensed with Girl Scouts. So it is They are all shirts that are inspired by the Troop Leader experience. You're going to recognize and know it's an if you know, you know kind of a thing. And if you are not involved in the organization or if you're around people who are external, um, if you wear it to CVS or the grocery store, 
people might still appreciate your shirt without necessarily getting that it's Girl Scouts or if they know anything about Girl Scouts or if they were a Girl Scout as a kid, they're definitely going to get it and they're going to know and it's a quick conversation starter and a connection piece. So great for wearing to events, great for wearing to troop meetings, great for wearing to cookie booths as an adult. Um, It'll go, these shirts will go great under your leader vest if you have one or if you're like me and you're kind of anti-leader vest, which is like a whole story for a whole other podcast. Um, And I'm not against you wearing a leader vest, just to be clear, not judging you. They look great. Um, So if you want to wear one, knock yourself out. I hope you love it. Um, But if you're if you're an anti-leader vest for yourself, like me, then um, you need a collection of great Girl Scout themed shirts to wear to troop meetings and events. So that's what these are perfect for. And um, yeah, I hope you love them. Check it out, troopleadertees.com. And um, every purchase from troopleadertees.com helps us be able to create more free content like this podcast for you. So um, thank you so much for your support over the years. And I just, I adore you so much. Hang in there with cookie season if you're still cooking or if you haven't started yet. And um, I hope you have the best cookie season ever. Happy World Thinking Day.